Good morning, sons. We have a house full. I'm so excited. What happened to the mid-aisle? Suddenly it's gone. For the, for the sun walk, for the lion walk. I liked uh, the testimonies that came in today. We're going to miss Andy. Andy, I thought you were leaving on 4th. <laughs> and so we had something planned. <laughs> this is short notice. Andy messaged me saying she's running some last-minute errands. So I was wondering how they're last-minute because I'm like, there's still like three weeks to go, two weeks to go. <laughs> so I didn't <clears throat> catch on to that. Anyways, we'll have something for her. Uh, Jesus is always on time. He, uh, it says that he came in the fullness of time. Not early, not late, right on time. Okay. I like my mom's testimony. Uh, I liked what Usha shared that... Um, we are about our father's business. Even her business, the sugarcane, it can be a field, but it's the father's business. And so the father is taking care of her fruit. Um, you know, I always share as a son, you'll always be a provider, no matter at what age. My mom came to the kingdom when she was 65 years. And, huh? Okay. Minus five, 60 years. Okay. At 60 years, and my mother was, I remember growing up in school, she was a housewife, then she, my, my dress is flying? Okay, no. Um, she became, uh, uh, she was a housewife, she was, uh, you know, like a mother to us, and then at a certain age, she became a businesswoman. Then she took a break also, and uh, she wasn't doing any business. But when she got saved, when she came into the kingdom, she became a businesswoman again. And so I want to encourage, because so many people write to me about finances, and 99% uh, you're dependent on somebody else. But you see, if Christ is in you, no matter at what age, it's a mind block that you have. No matter at what age, you will end up being the provider for those around you. At 60, she started her own business, whether it was writing about books for children, or then she had this piece of land that none of us kids were interested in, and we wanted her to sell it. Because I'm like, who's going to do agriculture? But mom took interest, and at the right time, getting agricultural land in India and getting a trustworthy guy on it, you know what the odds are. Like, it's difficult to do that. <clears throat> she got a guy who was, uh, you know, started looking over, and then suddenly, after she came to the Lord, our land started yielding crop like no other person had in the village. And she yields that crop. So if there was a sugar cane, if the amount of sugar in that sugar cane is supposed to be of a certain percent, it was almost three times in our sugar, in our sugar cane. And so we would get more money. And so I heard it from many years and suddenly she started getting money where even she was not even looking at her kids to be providers. She's like, I've got it. Like, do you want some? And uh, I realized the truth that no matter at what age, okay, it's a mindset that you have to pull down. At 60, she's a businesswoman. And she started, and today, something like something so small where she doesn't even know, you know, a main factory or something like that has changed, where she, she accidentally calls her farmer, missed call. And then he calls her back and she comes to know some information that is given to her and that the, her field is chosen as number one for the crop or whatever that is. Uh, what I'm trying to tell you is it's not your business. It's the father's business. Just start something. Put your hands to something. You'll be like the tree by the water that is always yielding fruit. Your leaves don't wither. So it's not about what you start. Just start anything. There are a lot of, there is a lot of land in our village. But our land, sometimes it rains everywhere else. 
And when it's not supposed to rain, it just doesn't rain on our land. And then somewhere where it's supposed to rain and there's dryness, it's not raining anywhere, but it'll rain on our land. Is because it's not her land. It's his land. It's a sanctified land. So it's not what business you start. Just start any business. It could be pens. Pens. And what is it about a pen that 10 people are sending a pen, but your pen sells? Just start something. And just go ahead with it. And then God will give you the wisdom to do things in a certain way. Okay? So um, I felt like I needed to share that. So remember what we spoke last week? There's a new law in you, the law of life. You have a new law in you, the law of life. Wherever she went to a, uh, to a hotel, that law of life was working, where suddenly it was upgraded and she got, she moved ahead. Okay, yesterday, I was so happy that I have part two today because I got done, like usually I get done early on shoots, but I was late last night. At 10.30, I was still on set. And I was like, I was telling my uh, dress man, he's with me, he's of another faith, but he knows like Jesus works in these small things and he sees like, he's like, your God really protects you. And so I was telling him it's 10.30. He's saying, so tomorrow you'll be at church. I was like, yeah. He's saying, so now how you'll go and prepare? I said, I have part two doing. So I've already done this last week. (laughs) I said, the Lord knew. So I have a part two. So I said, I don't have to. So he's saying, so what you'll do? I said, I'll just go have a Starbucks coffee. I'll go to sleep. And I get up in the morning. And that's what I did. And I I tied up my hair because I haven't washed it for three weeks. (laughs) It doesn't need hairspray. It just stays. (laughs) I will wash it. Okay. Did you share the deck? Yeah. Okay. So let's, uh, so we stopped at Romans last week. Okay. How many remember Romans? How many? How many read Romans? If you are in beloved, this side of the Bible should be highlighted more. If I look at your Bible and have the Old Testament highlighted more, we'll put you in Sunday church. The kabows. <laughs> that is right now closed because y'all are not bringing your children or your neighbor's children. Okay. Okay, let's go to Romans 5. Okay, so let's read that. Uh, can someone open the the file here? Romans 5. So today I have a post someone has put up on the movie that I did, which is uh, done very well. It's, uh, it's a good movie, one of the movies that I uh, did with. And so they were writing a post on each one and they put it on their Instagram page. And I did not know that they put my post up as... God's special child. <laughs> and it's it's amazing uh, how they've done that. And somebody else from the team, the director has commented of she's prayed for us and she's done this. And you know, wherever you are, that is your field. That's where God's put you and you're called to be a life-giving spirit. And so everyone else had a title of like queen bee and you know, all of that. I was so happy to just get that. Like, okay, fine, you saw that. God's special child, yeah. The father's beloved. And so are you, Okay. So I didn't expect that, but that has come. Okay, Romans 5. For if by one man's offense, so who sinned? You are not sinners because of what you do. We, we were sinners because of what? Adam did, okay? So by one man's offense, by one man's sin, death reigned in through the one, that is through Adam. Much more those who receive, who? Grace has to be received. Those who receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. Why is it called a gift? 
because it's not your righteousness it is his righteousness that you stand in why does mom's field prosper it's not her righteousness her righteousness if it was there even the weeds would be dry there would be nothing it's because we are living off his righteousness that the fields will prosper that your business will prosper okay the gift of righteousness those who receive it will reign in life through the one jesus christ therefore as through one man's offense as through one man's offense read that judgment came to all men resulting in condemnation even so through one man's righteous act whose righteous act jesus beloved is awake alive and he said in india they not they bob their heads yes no <laughs> so come on let's prove her wrong beloved is awake yes. alive <laughs> she's also doing it by the way came to all men resulting in condemnation even so through one man's righteous act the free gift came to all men resulting in i love this justification for life like why should you get to justify in the situation why you should have victory so why you should have victory in that situation just because of the gift of righteousness what he did end of story not because you're right or wrong i told you my aunt's uh, i won't take names my aunt's case that she was fighting for all of these years in a certain state in india uh, it was some land issue and i told you when she went in the court everyone knew that she's going to lose <clears throat> that's why no one even showed up even the lawyers were like loose and she knew that she did not even have her papers ready like the papers were also out of order and maybe she's goofed up also big time big error but what happened she knew jesus she knew that he is hers and she is his my aunt has written a song the lyrics are only two i'm one with you you're one with me the whole song i said what are the lyrics this and she has it in different high note low note the whole song is just two lyrics and then when no one else sang it she sang it and she sent it to me on my phone she's got and got it recorded in panchkini a town like panchkini okay uh but she knew that revelation and she goes and stands before the judge and the opposition goofed up and landed up saying something that resulted in her favor and the verdict that she got was so strong she said that even if they go in supreme court or whatever it will not stand how good is god to you standing in his righteousness that he has given you that you can get the victory just because you're his god is so good okay so look at this even so through one man's act the free gift came to all men resulting in justification for life for as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners who's the one man adam sinned that's why the whole world became sinners so also through one man's obedience whose obedience christ jesus many will be made righteous moreover the law entered that the offense might abound but where sin abounds grace abounded much more so then as sin reigned in death so why is death in everyone's life because of sin but did jesus do something about that that 
Yeah, he went and died on the cross for that. So now you should have justification. Means in every area, justification for life. Why I should have victory in this area. I don't care if others have seen failure. But me, my land will have different fruit. Will have a different crop. Okay? See this. <clears throat> Even so, grace might reign. Grace might reign through righteousness consciousness. To eternal life through our Lord, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Okay? I was telling you last week, born again means born from above. We talked about how, uh, how if uh, the eye is single, the whole body will be full of light. The lamp of the body is the eye. If the eye is good. I told you that word good in the Bible is single. In Greek, it is not good. It, is, it just means single. That means when your eye is single, when you see yourself not here, you're not an Adam. Adam died. Now you're in Christ, born again, born from above, single-minded about your origin. That's why communion is reminding you of that singleness, that different blood, different body. You're single. The whole body is full of light. Everything is flowing in your life. Your whole life is a finished work. It is a fathered life. Okay? Romans 8. Therefore, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. There is therefore now no, no condemnation. The Bible says a condemned heart can't receive. And now Jesus is telling you there is no condemnation for you. Okay? There is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. What law is in you? The law of life. And why is it life? Because of righteousness. Righteousness leads to life. The other law is called sin leads to death. Righteousness, that's why it says it's the spirit of righteousness in you. Righteousness leads to life. I remember the other testimony of my cousin and I was really encouraged by her and I still get encouraged by that testimony. I told you it was a big <clears throat> uh, a debt that went in millions. And I used to talk about my problems and I used to really think like how does she sleep at night knowing that people are just calling her and I know the seriousness of it because you have, you have to pay certain things and all of that. Just running to from one, um, uh, you know, politician to another politician, trying to get grace, trying to get extension. And this is in just crazy numbers. And for her to just rest and now she's looking at investors and then some investors come in and treat you like slaves. And then she just rested. And all she has to do is just plug in the word, hear it, read the sonship book maybe, read JP, she had, you know, some of his sermons. And she was just hearing and she was just resting. And at the right time, suddenly this investor comes from, she's like, I don't know where. And he's saying he was so good that he was actually good to us also. He was treating it like it's our business also, not out to grab everything. And she was so happy that she got to walk away from the previous one who who were make who are making them slaves and then you see god's righteousness in her come forth and all she did was just wait it 
waited, waited, rested, and then at the right time, everything shifted for her. God is always on time. And his righteousness in you leads to life. You're under the law of life. Where is the law of sin and death? In your... How many came last week? Last Sunday? I know how many were awake. Where is the law of life, law of sin and death? In your, in your members, in your flesh. But it has been crucified to the cross. I told you laws are there in this world. But there is always a higher law. Like if you, gravity is here. If you go on the moon, will gravity work? No. Another law will work. Are you sitting and believing for you to levitate? Why? Uh, let me believe that if I jump from the building, I will fall. I actually believe that when I went in the plane, even if the parachute didn't open up, I land on my feet. I'm not just saying that. I genuinely with all my heart believe that. I don't know if you should edit that. But that's true. I used to always think that. Someone asked me, did you not fear when you jumped out? I said, the guy behind me is safe because of me. Because Christ is jumping out of the plane. Christ in you, the hope of glory. So where is the law of life? In you, in your spirit man. Your body is now following suit with your spirit. Everything came back into order after you got born again. After Adam fell, the spirit dies. The soul is messed up from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. All It's got all good, bad, all Google information. Everything that you go on the internet, all the things that the world has told you is all in that soul. And then the body began to die, started taking notes. So everything that before you came to Christ, everything that the world shows you, everything that you see, everything that you see in the flesh is what it is. You take notes from that. You take notes from your body. You look at the body. If it's acting sick, you will say, I am sick. It dictates you. But after you got born again, the spirit is in dominion, is in first place back again. And now let your body... And your soul and everything take, take notes from you. That's why you're renewing your mind. It's coming into alignment. It is listening to you. So don't confuse it. That's why I always say be single-minded about who you are. I'm under the law of life. The law of sin and death is in my members. But yeah, there's a greater law, the law of life in me. And even as you rest, you'll see even if symptoms show in your body, it will start eating it up. Because in the presence of righteousness, there can't be any death. They are opposites. It will eat it out. So you learn to rest. So if certain things pop up in your body, I told you, don't get scared. The law of life is activated in you now. It will subdue the lower law. Yes? Rest. Okay? Beloved is awake. No eyes are closing. You, you know who you are. Okay. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, see this, has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh. On account of sin, he condemned sin in the flesh. Whatever sin, sin you do is called sin in the flesh. This was condemned in the body of Christ that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the... 
this body of yours can't get holy because the law of sin and death is in the members. That's why you'll need a new body. Religion in the world wants to get holiness in the flesh. It's not possible. That's why Jesus had to come and die in the flesh on the cross because it is not possible. But the spirit is alive in you now that now that you've got born again and you can subdue the things in the flesh when they pop up. But your identity, who you are, is not coming by a dead work. Whatever you do in the body is a dead work. Even if you do something good, it's still dead. That's why it's called dead works. Your identity is coming from simply from what the Father says about you, from what Christ has done on the, on the cross. Yes, that is you're getting established in righteousness. You think like I'm hearing this again and again, Priya, but you'll be surprised how condemned we are. And we don't even know it in small things. You could be eating ice cream and you feel guilty after some time. My gym instructor told me you become chubby. You're on a diet. He's saying every day I see your Sunday stories, you're eating biryani and all. I said there's so many birthdays and they're giving out food <laughs> to eat. <laughs> Anyways, he's, he's going to come in to the kingdom. Okay. For what the law could not do in that... Okay, so let me read ahead. <clears throat> Where was I? For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit, the things of the... Are you spirit being? Yes. For to be carnally minded is death. That means you're going by your sense frame. You're judging everything by what you see is what it is. Okay? But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Those who are in the flesh. So whatever you do, you're doing something good in the flesh. It says you cannot please God. He is most pleased when you receive his righteousness that his son paid on the cross to give you. He is most pleased when you receive that to the fullest. He is very, very happy. Because now you are making use of every drop of blood that Jesus dropped for you. Yes? Okay. But you cannot, you are not in the flesh but in the spirit of indeed the spirit of God dwells in you. Now if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he is not his. And if Christ is in you, the, I want everyone to read that. If Christ is in you, the is dead because of the body is you're looking at your body and it's a so you go in front of the mirror it's dead body. <laughs> Have you ever tried going on a morgue? I did that. I went somewhere, we pulled a body out of the morgue trying to resurrect it. I was there all night. Really. It's not funny. I was very serious about it. I got it home. Mom doesn't know the things that I've done. So we got this. It was a, um, a guy who had lost his wife. Okay. And so we got the body home cold. Um, and a dead body can do funny things because it still has air in it. So it can move. Okay. We got it and uh, I was there till like 4 or 5 in the morning, laying hands, praying, trying to resurrect the dead body. Go do that. I'm still better than somebody not doing it because the Bible says lay hands on the dead and they will rise up. 
okay i i i did that um what i'm trying to share is where did i go with that the the body is the body is your body is dead but the spirit is alive so if your body is dead and the law is in the flesh it's in the members it's dead law there is one active law in you that's why it says i've been crucified with christ i died it's no longer i that live but christ lives in me and what is the law in christ it's life i have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly only one law in you the law of life in all areas you will start seeing life and life more abundantly that's your inheritance yes receive it okay look at this and if christ is in you the body is dead because of sin but the spirit is life because of righteousness that's why it's the spirit of righteousness in you and righteousness leads to life okay but if the spirit of him who raised jesus from the dead dwells in you he who raised christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you i love this verse i always take this verse any time i have some symptoms showing up in my body i just rest in this word i always say your spirit in me your life in me the spirit of righteousness the resurrection life in me is giving life to this mortal body and is eating up all manner of death in me because there is a new law in me look at that again it says he who raised christ from the dead who is he the father raised christ from the dead will also give life so jesus's body dies and then suddenly now he has a new body he rises again okay it says he who raised christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies why does it say mortal bodies because this is a mortal body this is a dead body it's it's dying but it's saying but now there's a new law in you and it's giving life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you that's why remember when jesus says i live because of my father is his life coming from the fish he's eating he multiplied fish and gave he multiplied bread and gave but is his life coming from it how can the life come that means the fish and the bread is greater than him if he is getting life from that he is the greater one and now so are you so that's why when you eat the food the food will get energized by you your life is coming from the holy spirit that's a new law for adam his life comes from the food he is eating it has to but for a son the law changed the law of life that means my life is coming my supply my field my crops are blessing getting blessed everything about the son is coming from a different pipeline is coming from the father so i live because my father lives in me my rest is that i'm fathered he's got this it's not in my nature to have death in my body resurrection life is always pumping out all manner of death is pushing out all manner of infection is pushing out all manner of any type of any 
thing that might show up in your bodies. Rest. You are under a new law, a new tree. Okay? See this. It's giving life to every organ in your body. If they stop functioning, they'll start again. If the organ is not functioning, don't worry. Your life is not coming from the organ anyways. It's coming from the Holy Spirit that is in you. I told you last week I shared a testimony. One guy in Africa, he was seeing without eyeballs. Why didn't God make pu pupils and then make him see? It's because God is not limited in a box. He can make you see without pupils. Your life, your sight, everything is coming from the Holy Spirit that is in you. That's why the Bible says we perceive things. Okay? Look at this. We are led by the Spirit of God. Therefore, verse 12. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many as are led, that means dominated by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. I love that. It says, we, look at that. For we did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption. We have been adopted. By whom we cry out, what are you crying out? Abba, Father. Okay. The Spirit Himself bears witness with our flesh. Huh? With our? The Spirit bears witness with your spirit. That's why whatever you do in the flesh, whether you do good things, hundred good things, and then that's why I should be, and that's why I'm a son. The Spirit is not bearing witness with your flesh. The Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. Technon. I like that. I like that I didn't say sons there. I want sometimes just to know that you're a child and that you're so fathered. Okay? See that word technon. Children of God. And if children, then heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. That word technon is a child. And I looked up that meaning in Greek. It means anyone living in full dependence on the heavenly father. Now read that again. The spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are fully dependent on our heavenly father for all things. You are so loved that even when you don't know it, even when you're sleeping, he's awake and has got everything figured out for you. Okay? Look at this. Romans 7 verse 14. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. For what I am doing, I do not understand. What I, what I will to do, that I do not practice. But what I hate, that I do. If then I do what I will not to do, I agree with the law that it is good, but now it is no longer... It is no longer Priya who does it but sin that dwells in me. So Paul is saying, I want to do something good. I didn't want to say the F word. In that time, maybe there are different words. Okay? But they were all. Peter was, he lost to school many times. I'm just saying. And um, you don't want to say it. And then suddenly it just pops out. And then you said it. Now it's gone. It's out, loose. 
And then what is Paul saying? I want to do something, but I don't. And then what I don't want to do, that I do. And then he's like, I know I'm struggling because inwardly I don't want to do it. And then suddenly outwardly I saw like, nikal gaya. Came out, popped up. Now what? And then he's like, relax. It is no longer you who have said it. It is sin that dwells in your members. And then you separate yourself. Yeah, it's not I who's done it. It's sin in my members. You are not your flesh. You are what the Father says you are. The more you do this, you will see divine health in your body. I told you divine health is directly proportional to righteousness consciousness. The more righteousness conscious you are, you will see divine health in your body. The more sin conscious you are, you keep falling sick. And before you tell me, apply it. You see it. You'll start seeing resurrection life in your body. Okay? See this. It is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, nothing good dwells. For to will is present with me, but how to perform what is good I do not find. For the good that I will to do, I do not do. But the evil I will not to do, that I practice. Now, if I do what I will not to do, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. I find then a law that evil is present with me, the one who wills to do good. For I delight in the law of God according to my inward man, the spirit man, but I see another law in my members. Warring against the law of my mind. That means constantly there's a tug. So he sees another law in his members. That is his body. And he's saying, and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. O wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? How am I going to get free? Because I want to do, but it's just not possible. What do I do? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with the mind, myself, inside, my inward self, I serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. Okay? And therefore, there is now the next verse. I read the 7, I read the 8 earlier. There is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. It says who do not walk by, by the flesh but by the spirit. You're under the law of life and you are set free from the law of sin and death. Galatians 3.26 For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. You are all through faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither there is neither there is neither auntie nor uncle. Yes, there is neither male. And that's why we don't call anyone here in Beloved. I've also started calling my mom Saroj. She got irritated. By mistake, I called you. I call her mom. Because you all keep saying Saroj, Saroj. I said, ask Saroj. I meant ask mom. Look at this. Okay, there is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female. You are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Verse 4, now I say that an heir, as long as he is a child, does not differ at all from a slave. Though he is master of all, but is under guardians and stewards under the time appointed by the father. 
even so we when we were children were in bondage under the elements of the world under the elements i'm going to read these elements out a little later on okay you were under the bondage under the elements of the world but when the fullness of time had come god sent forth his son born of a woman born under the law to redeem those who are under the law that we might receive the adoption as sons sons of god and because you are sons god has sent forth the spirit of whose whose spirit someone had asked me once when you're praying in tongues who is praying no someone asked me does jesus pray in tongues i said when you pray in tongues who do you think is praying you are praying whose spirit is in you holy spirit they're all one so who's praying in tongues and why is he praying for you <laughs> you need help that's why the holy spirit when you're praying in tongues it says praise in our weaknesses because we don't know how to pray so constantly when you're praying in tongues i believe it's just revelation given about your son rest relax go get a job go for a holiday maybe all of those things then your friend calls up and all these things happen it was all the lord in you doing it okay see this let's read that again beloved is awake slap yourself that we might receive the adoption as sons and because you are sons god has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts crying out <gasps> again crying out what father so what is what was jesus what was his spirit crying out it says the spirit of his son in your hearts crying out the same thing no because it's the spirit of his son what was what is christ what is christ crying out in his heart abba father you are so fathered i really believe the more i come into oneness i realized i am loved i am so fathered in all things i am fathered okay that's my cry abba father not the problem father okay that we okay and because you are sons god has sent forth the spirit of a son into our hearts crying out abba father that's all you need to know therefore you are no longer a slave but a son and if a son then an heir of god through christ colossians 2:13 he has made a life together with him having forgiven all your trespasses all your sins having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us which was contrary to us that is the commandments that is the law and he has taken it out of the way having nailed it to the cross having disarmed principalities and powers are they armed now can they come against you now he has disarmed them okay disarmed principalities and powers he made a public spectacle of them triumphing over them in it you are one with him so you made a public spectacle of them triumphing over them with read that again triumphing over them in it because you are one with christ already victorious okay so let no one judge you in food or drink 
or regarding a festival or a new moon or sabbaths which are a shadow of things to come but the substance is of Christ let no one cheat you of your reward taking delight in false humility and worship of angels including into those things which he has not seen vainly puffed up read that by his fleshly mind and not holding fast to the head from which all the body nourished and knit together by joints and ligaments grows with the increase that is from who gives the increase one waters and other one sows and other waters but god gives the increase okay therefore if you died with christ are you alive look at the person next to you and say not sleeping you died with christ i told you last week i've been doing this consciously every time i see an idol of jesus and jesus on the cross now it's a good reminder to me you're hanging there instead of seeing christ on the cross like an idol please know it's you there so every time let that be a reminder yeah that's me that's me dead because then if you're driving the car you know who's driving it's christ driving it's christ in a dead body yeah that's true and so the life of the dead body is coming from one law the law of life it's giving life to that dead body that's why no sickness can be in a dead body can cancer live in a dead body why because it is dead in the path of righteousness it's the law of righteousness in you when you say life life they like priya where is it written law of righteousness because righteousness leads to life it's a revelation it's the law of righteousness in me and in the presence of righteousness there is only life and righteousness in me is giving life to this dead body so i can drive the car living in this dead body but that life is coming in me and constantly pushing out all manner of death out of me that's how you can keep living 100 200 you'll get a glorified body but you can live because your life is coming from the holy spirit okay let me read again if you died with christ from the basic principles of the world now see this what it says basic principles of the world you want to know what you died with basic principles of the world he's saying there is a law the whole world lives in a law and there are patterns and cycles in this world but then god is saying i pulled you out of this pattern and cycles of this world of this cosmos and i put you in christ and now you live in another realm so you don't have to be like the patterns and cycles of this world like the principles of this world that's why in his kingdom he multiplies bread in this world you go please put the seed and then you wait and then you plow and then it will happen but in his world everything is different in his world he's transported from one place to another through time and he reaches a place expands time contracts time he's above every other law and cycle and pattern of the world and he's telling you so are you you don't have to conform to these patterns and cycles i can multiply your money in an instant and things can change simple idea everything can change for you you can meet somebody and everything can change for you 
Okay, see this. It says you died with Christ from the basic principles, principles of the world. So I looked up that word principle. I'll read it a little later. Why, as though living in the world, do you subject yourselves to regulations? Do not touch, do not taste, do not handle, which all concern things which perish with the using, according to the commandments and doctrines of men. These things indeed have an appearance of wisdom in self-imposed religion, false humility and neglect of the body, but are of no value against the indulgence of the flesh. You died to the principles of this world. Principles is this word, stoichinon. It means the elements, rudiments, primary and fundamental principles. It means any art. It means science, some sort of discipline. He's saying even mathematics. Maths, mathematics, time, everything is mathematics. And now you're shrinking. What is water into wine in an instant out of the mathematics of the world in another realm? And he's saying here, why do you, if you died with Christ from the principles of the world, why do you, why again we read in the previous word, don't be under the bondage of the principles. So where does that need to come first? In your soul. That's why I'm speaking it. You're getting renewed here. I told you, we read last week, in the newness of life. Start reckoning yourselves after you died with Christ, you were buried, you were gone, that now you have resurrected with Christ in the newness of life. New means something that you never saw or it's in the world. If you're getting the same thing, it's not new. But new, you will know when it's new because you will experience it because you, you know, I never seen this before. Or this experience that I'm happening in my life is happening. I have never seen it before. You've never encountered it before. You've never encountered such a thing happen to you before. And then you know you're walking in the newness of life, a new law that is happening for you. That mum's sugar cane, every sugar bit, I don't know how they evaluate it. But why is it triple? It's not supposed to be. It's a little abnormal. You're not in the patterns and cycles and in the mathematics. And it says even in the science, even in the science of the world, we are out of it. New science, new law, law of life you will begin to start seeing new things happen for you. Different things, something you never tasted before. You've seen certain things, amazing victories, but now you've started tasting something that you've never tasted. My teacher in college used to always tell me, Priya, let your hands do the designing. She said, because if you take a pen and paper and start sketching out, it will be everything that you've, you've ever seen or seen somewhere or heard or things like that and you'll end up doing it. And then one day she just got a dummy, a dress form in front of me. She's saying, let your hands do the designing and then let your mind take the notes. That's how I came up with the scarf line that won some awards because I didn't know knitwear. So what I did was I went to a knitwear lab and there were all of these yarns and I'm not a knitwear designer. I just go take the yarns. Now I've not studied it. So I went, I told the guy, I, the machine, I said, I want you to put this yarn in this. He's saying, it's not possible. You, we don't put these yarns in this machine. We put other yarns. I said, but can we? He's saying, yes, but usually don't. I said, let's try. 
So I took these filament thin yarns, I started putting in the machine. Then I decided I want to go iron it. And then apparently the law of wool is at a certain temperature. I said, let's see what happens if you rise it up. Because usually laws are just set for, you can go a little bit further. And then I embarked on this new, um, this new, uh, you know, invention, like a, a collection that I had done that even Burberry in London wanted to meet me to see how I had come on this. And, uh, you know, that was the time when I won that award in India, India's Creative Future. It was for a business idea, for scarves that I had done. But I let my hands do doing something and then my mind began to take notes because I was doing something, I was breaking all the laws that it was not coming from my head. It was the Lord who was doing and taking me to something new that others saw and also knew that this is new. How did you get here? What is this? Please teach this to us. God is going to open up for you new things. And he will take you on a journey of the new. And so just move with him. If your head comes in the way, it's going to keep you. Because your head is always going to tell you things that you've already seen and heard and done. But for the new, into the newness of life, he'll take you where you will have to keep your head out and just be led and allow him to work. And then when you see where you've arrived, you'll know this was the new work he did in you. And everyone looking at you will know this is new. Newness of life. Okay? See this. Uh, the rudiments with which mankind were indoctrinated. He's saying this law, this science, we were indoctrinated by this. Everything right now in your head, Google told you at 40 you'll get this, at 50 you'll have white hair, 60, 70, you can't work after that, 80. He's saying these patterns and cycles that you're out of, the rudiments with which mankind were indoctrinated before the time of Christ. This is all in Greek, what it's written. That is the elements of religious training or the ceremonial precepts common alike to the worship of Jews and Gentiles. I like that it says what mankind was indoctrinated with. It's saying the science, the mathematics, everything. And now he's telling you, you're out of this. You're no more under the bondage of this law. The law of life, the law of righteousness in you. Get ready for new things in every area. Newness of life. And in all things, you will be led by him. So just keep moving forward because even you have not processed it yet. Your mind will limit you. So just be open. Okay? See this, Ephesians 1.3 Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Just as he chose us, just as he chose us in him, before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestined us to the adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, by which he made us accepted in the beloved. Before the foundations of the world, the seed was in you. 
the seed and one day the seed popped and you just woke up came out the seed is already in the sun that's why the lost son we just say come the sun will hear come is the seed we are not talking to the head talking to the seed come so every time you are talking to your lost you know their sons in your family and all don't go with what they are saying in the head they can say whatever they can fight and everything it's your words that are spread on life not theirs your words will do what they were supposed to do and they will come okay see this the weight is on what you are saying not on what their reactions Ephesians 3 For this reason I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named that he sh- would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might to be strengthened with through his spirit in the inner man that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith that you being rooted and grounded in just say abba being rooted and grounded in what is the cry the spirit bears witness with my spirit and what is the cry abba father father okay see this that you may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height we know to know the love of christ which passes knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of god you want to be filled with all the fullness of god you want to be filled with all the fullness of god what does it say here to know the love of christ which passes knowledge that means it doesn't make sense to know the love of christ how much the father loves you you are the father's beloved rest your whole life is father if you are the beloved then he's got everything taken care of figured out i remember when i was small my mom used to say even if a mosquito sat on me my dad would not hit me he would blow cuz he thought i'm so delicate if i hit her <laughs> she'll fall when i used to go to panjgani we are going on the same farm they used to not allow me to go and stand on the rock because the wind would come they really think she'll get blown away i was very skinny so they used to not allow allow me uh, you know it was so funny okay let's go ahead um i will go stand on the rock now okay now to him who is able to do to whom to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we may ask or think according to the power that works in us what is the power the holy spirit that is in you according to the holy spirit that is in you to bring to him be glory in the church by christ jesus to all generations forever and ever amen now to him the father who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the holy spirit that works in us to him be glory in the church by jesus christ to all generations forever and ever amen i'm quickly going to read this to be the one grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of god and of jesus our lord as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to 
life and what is godliness god likeness as a son of god son of god what rishi said that's not a lion and a dog a lion will give birth to a dog a lion gives birth to a lion so son of god is god god doesn't run he runs to save but other times he is plonk at the right hand of the father jesus is not standing and fighting he is resting so in the storm we sleep i was sharing something with somebody you will go through a trial in the area that you don't see yourself as a sun as yet and so in that area you'll end up becoming more still and still and still that then if you call labor with the holy spirit he teaches you to sleep in that storm so in some things in my life like health and all don't bother i literally like seriously i can just like i know i'm dead there because the body is dead spirit is life is resurrection i sleep even about my family members i sleep in some areas i'm yelling in the storm but the holy spirit is making me lie sleep sleep that's what he's teaching you okay that's why sons don't run sons confront confrontation is usually tell you to go to bed okay go to sleep grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of our god and of jesus christ our lord as his divine power is given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these we may become partakers of his divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust that means there is corruption in the world there is a pattern and cycle of the world like in this area like certain people who eat this food or they do certain things or they bond their hair they will have hair fall that's what happened to me and then god was saying but you're not from the patterns and cycles of this world priya you have a new law in you i don't care if you bonded your hair you're in another realm a law of life and so resurrection life is your nature and so even as i stopped trying to activate a law and trying to get law of life to work how did the law of life work when i stopped worrying i just forgot and i got a job and all my hair came back because it's a law you don't have to prove you're a son to anybody not even to yourself all of creation knows who you are it would be weird if andy gets up every day and says i'm american i'm american let me look at my body i'm american <laughs> she knows she's among the indians but she knows who she is she doesn't have to prove it and even we looking at her we know <laughs> who she is she doesn't have to prove to herself she doesn't have to prove to us we don't have to prove it to anybody it's because it's who you are a lion is not believing every day i tell you to grow his mane he is not meowing he roars it's in his nature the law was in my nature and when god was telling me to be still you know what he meant stop trying to be something you are so i was reading all of these revelation books trying to get healed trying to make a law work 
and then you're saying you're very trying is <laughs> you're out of rest you don't try and become something you were born so he told me get a job and i got so busy with the work that i forgot about my hair before you know it i started seeing my hair started coming back because it was a long okay that's why i said you're so fathered relax go to sleep from stop trying to fix yourself to fix your body it's not yours it's the father's business to fix it okay therefore 2 timothy 1 do not be ashamed of the testimony of our lord nor of me his prisoner but share with me in the sufferings for the gospel according to the power of god who has saved us and called us with a holy calling not according to our works but according to his own purpose and grace which was given to us in christ jesus before time began wow before time began before time began grace was given to you okay but has now been revealed so what does light do light simply reveals things that are okay see this but has now been revealed by the appearing of our savior jesus christ who has please read that everyone awake who has who has abolished 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 death and brought life and what immortality remember when jesus told mary or martha if you believe in me those who die and believe in me they will live but those who live and believe in me they will never die jesus has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel you can keep living because of the spirit of righteousness in you righteousness leads to life you'll have a new body a glorified body but in this body if you want to cross 100 200 you can keep living because death has been abolished the bible says the last enemy before christ comes is physical death there'll be a generation that's living science is already started working towards it but how much more for the sons someone was telling me last week and which is so true you know the life of the son comes from the holy spirit now in the world in adam generation they have breatharian and all of that they stop eating food they do with the breath and all people can live 40 days 50 days months just eating one two little small chunks of food but they are breatharians they don't even know the lord and they're doing it <laughs> they have it you and i so i told you the world always takes shadows and patterns the living of but the truth is in christ they just take the shadows and the living in it but the reality of that is that your life comes from the holy spirit that is in you suppose you were on a farm desert somewhere you just live because your life is coming from the holy spirit it's not coming from the food you eat you're not from the patterns and cycles of the world you are a born again son of god son of god god is not getting life from creation god gives life to creation you are understanding 
Okay. See this. Uh, abolish death and immortality to light through the... I have to finish this very quickly. Through uh, immortality light through the gospel to which I am appointed a preacher, an apostle, a teacher of the Gentiles. So Paul is saying, this is what I've come to. I'm appointed a preacher, an apostle, a teacher for the Gentiles. Okay. Hebrews 2. For he has put... For he has not put the world to come. Sometimes I forget English. Has it happened to you? I went for a meeting. He gave me a cell phone number. I forgot what four looks like. I just forgot. I went blank. And he's saying four. And I'm trying to think, how do you write four? <laughs> I didn't get the job. <laughs> it was a long time ago. <laughs> and I, he told me, okay, you can leave. And then I was in a conference room and his office was behind. Instead of the door, I entered his office. <laughs> he's like, that's my office. I was like, I'm definitely not getting the job. Okay, Hebrews 2. For he has not put the world to come, of which we speak, in subjection to angels, but one testified in a certain place, saying, What is man that you are mindful of him, or the son of man that you take care of him? That you take care of him. You have made him a little lower than the angels. You have crowned him with, you have crowned him with honor and set him over the works of your hands and set him over the works of your hands. That's why we were supposed to rule creation and then we lost it. And now you've come back to that place where you actually rule. Creator will always be greater than creation. Okay. You have put all things in subjection under his feet. For in that he put all in subjection under him, he left nothing that is not put under him. But now we do not yet see all things put under him. But we see Jesus who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he by the grace of God might taste death for, for you and for me, he tasted death so that today you and I don't need to taste death. Whatever he took on the cross, you get the opposite. So that you can taste righteousness, what it means to have righteousness in every area of your life. Life and life in abundance. He could have just said, I have come that you may have life. Yes. I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Okay? See this, that he might taste death for everyone. For it was fitting for him for whom are all things and by whom are all things in bringing many sons to glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering. For both he who sanctifies and those who are being sanctified are all of one. For which reason he is not ashamed to call them brethren, saying, I will declare your name to my brethren. In the midst of the assembly, I will sing praise to you. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, here am I and the children whom God has given me. Verse 14, in as much then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same, that's why Christ had to take on the form of sinful flesh, 
come in because why? He's saying, inasmuch the children have partaken of flesh and blood, that is you and me, he himself likewise shared in the same that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is the devil. He has been destroyed. Read that. It says that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is the devil, and release, you and I have been released those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. For indeed he does not give aid to angels, but he does give aid to the seed of Abraham. Therefore in all things he had to be made like his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, to make propitiation for the sins of the people, for in that he himself has suffered, being tempted, he is able to aid those who are being tempted. Christ tasted death. When Jesus conquered death, who conquered death? No, you. Because you died with Christ, you were raised with Christ. Raised from what? From death. You were raised from death. So that's why it says sin will have no dominion over you. It says death has no dominion over Death has no dominion over you. So you died a sinner, but you raised the righteousness of God. That's why you can't be two. And righteousness, so one law died, the law of sin and death. And when you came up out of the water, if you got baptized, if you didn't, when you came up, there is only one law active in you. It's the law of righteousness, the law of life. And righteousness leads to life. Say there's one law in me, the law of righteousness. And in all areas of my life, I'm seeing life. Yeah, that's your fruit. You're going to see new things. You're going to see new things, things you haven't seen before. So your mind will not be able to comprehend them. So be open. Your mind will try to limit them. That's why in this new season, you just have to walk by faith and be led in all things. Because it won't make sense to your carnal mind. Newness of life. Okay? Let's give a tithe to this. Just say, Father, I thank you. I'm a son in your kingdom. Jesus, you're my high priest. And right now, I give you a tithe, a thanksgiving of all the increase and life that has come to me. Now, just pray in tongues. What you're doing is, whatever you heard, you're just thanking God for it. You're taking a chunk and you're just saying, here, thank you for it. Thank you, Father. That we are so father, the cry of our heart is father. I thank you that we are born again, born from above, born from a new seed, father, the incorruptible seed. I thank you that we have your divine nature in us. I thank you that we have your life in us. 
the law of righteousness in us and righteousness leads to life. I just thank you in all areas, Father. There's life and life more abundantly. In Jesus' name. Father, we just pray for any lying symptoms in the body, anyone sick in the body right now. I just thank you that resurrection life is in us right now. And it's just eating up all manner of sickness in that body, eating up all of the death cells in that body, any cells that need life, Father, right now, resurrection life is just coming, repelling all manner of death, kicking out all manner of sickness from this physical body right now. In the name of Jesus, I just thank you. Thank you for life. For, thank you for life in the mortal body, in the physical body right now. Thank you that reports... Um, Father, just life reports, Father. I just thank you for divine health in the bodies of sons. Like Father, like Son, Father. Amen.